0: Hello, this is Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts, and this is Nathan Lott. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about HomeKit. I am very much a beginner at HomeKit. I just got my first accessory about a month ago a Belkin Wemo smart plug. And I messed it up getting it connected. I wanted to record the connection process on my phone. I wanted to do a screen capture on my phone of the setup process. I thought maybe I could use the video footage for a video, but I didn't think about it until too late. I had already gotten to the point where it connected and everything was ready to go. And then I thought about it. So I went into the home app and deleted the accessory. From then on, I had to try about five more times and I got an error every single time that the plug could not connect to the home app. I tried unplugging my Wi-Fi router and plugged it back in again. I unplugged the smart plug and plugged it back in again. None of these things worked. Finally, I Googled and found out that I needed to reset the smart plug back to factory settings by touching and holding on the button on the side until it flashes briefly, and then letting go. That finally worked, and I still never got the video that I wanted. So at our house, in our living room, we have lamps on either side of the couch. Behind the couch is a plug outlet that is controlled by a light switch by the door. I figured this was a good place to start my experiment with HomeKit and that is where I have the smart plug connected. The physical switch next to the door is left on all the time. So we started with Siri. You say, hey Shlomo, turn on the lights and it worked. About 80% of the time for me and my wife. She has a different Apple ID the me, and we are in a family sharing for music and download apps. And she uses Apple ID for my Apple ID for some stuff. I figured out how to add her to my HomeKit in the Home app. And you can either airdrop or email a link. And then the other person clicks the link in their email and is added to your Home app. What worked better though, is I made a button on the home screen using shortcuts. So it's basically like a homemade app that you can press the light button and it turns on the lights, press it again, and it turns off. At first I could just get it to turn on and not turn off. It would not toggle. I did another Google search and figured out how to make it toggle by doing an if-then script in shortcuts. So if the lights are on, turn them off. If the lights are off, turn them on. And so that all works within one shortcut now. Then I realized that I didn't really need to do that at all. That it will show up in the, when you slide down on Control Center, a toggle button for turning the Wemo switch on or off. But what is nice about the shortcut is that I could add it to my Apple watch so I can press a button in the shortcuts app on my watch and turn the lights on or off. So all of that works great. Now I am playing with automations. When we leave the house, it should turn the lights off and we arrive home, it should turn them back on again. I don't know if this works every time. I do know that sometimes when I come home, the lights were on. And I don't think they really turn off when I leave the house. So the next thing we did is I got a HomePod Mini. Well, actually, I ordered this first on new year's eve and it arrived it took about a month to get here by the end of january so it's apple's little mini speaker i got it in white and it sits on the piano in the living room it's about the size of a small globe candle the sound is great classical music rock all different genres of music sound really good with just one HomePod mini. I'm thinking about getting another one so I can pair them together as a stereo pair. It also connects to the Home app, and that is where you do the firmware upgrades, because about a week later after I got my HomePod mini, Apple pushed out a firmware upgrade for it that now lets you bring your phone close to the HomePod mini and it senses it and makes a handoff between music that's playing on your iPhone goes to the HomePod Mini or vice versa. It also works with podcasts in Overcast or whatever podcast app you're playing with. I can also use it to turn on and off the Wemo Smart Plug via Siri. This is where it understands me pretty well, and I had a hard time getting it to understand my wife so I can say hey Shlomo lights and it turns on the lights or turns them off when she said it it said something along the lines of you need to set up your voice with your iPhone the voice control with Siri and it just would not work we had already set up voice on her iPhone and still every time she said hey Shlomo lights," it didn't work well today as I'm recording this I got the idea of what if I just removed her as a person in my home app and then added her back in again so I tried that and now it seems to be working so I think I fixed that problem Last thing I wanna talk about with the HomePod mini is intercom. So I can say Siri, intercom, I'm coming home and it will play back in real time on the HomePod mini, what I just said. So I tried this the other day. I was substitute teaching a half day at a school not too far from my house. That morning, we had taken my car to the shop to get some maintenance done on it. During a break at school, I tried the intercom, so I said, hey, Shlomo Intercom, any word on the car? Not too long after that, my wife texted me that she still hadn't heard anything If she kind of knew how to use intercom, she could have used it back at me and I could have heard on my iPhone the response. When I got home, she said that it was like a voice out of nowhere saying, is the car ready? I guess she forgot about me telling her about intercom. And so... She figured he can't be home yet from school, and (laughs) where's his voice coming from? So I thought that was pretty funny. Finally, let's move into my app of the week. I've already mentioned it, and it is my podcast player of choice on the iPhone called Overcast, made by Marco Armit. Last week, I said that Tweetbot was probably one of my most used apps on the iPhone. Overcast is also one of my most used apps, if not the most, one that I use every single day. It is a podcast player. It supports chapters, and I love that you can press a little triangle on it to skip the commercials, although. Today, some podcasters have learned that when you do that, they still add maybe about 10 seconds extra to the end of their commercial or their ad. What I really like is the voice boost is nice as well as a feature that reduces pauses called Smart Speed. Although you have to be careful. With a One of the podcasts I listen to is called FilmSec, and sometimes they do a live commentary of a TV show. So you start the play button on an overcast when they say, ready, go, and then you'll be at the same spot in the TV show as they make comments over it. Well, if you have smart speed on, then you will quickly get out of sync between the what you're watching on TV and what they're seeing. Overcast does not support video, so I use a different podcast app on the iPad, Pocketcast, which I'll talk about another time. And I just like that Overcast fits the way that I listen to podcasts. I have all the podcasts I subscribe to, and there's an a listen to all button, and I can order the podcasts in the order that I want to listen to them. And it continuously plays one podcast after another. And that's exactly how I want to listen to podcasts. So that's going to do it for this week. Again, if you have any comments, go to nlat.me and you can leave a comment on the blog, or you can email me nathanlott at icloud.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.